0: Hey everybody, what's happening? It's uh, Wednesday, January 18, 2023. This is the Behind Enemy Lines podcast. This is Arthur. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, Glad to be back. Uh, Been a couple days. Lots to talk about. And um, I'm going to get to some, uh, a look at This Hunter Biden involvement in the document house, as we should call it, it's Biden's residence, but it looks like Hunter was renting it for 50 grand a month. I mean, I guess there are places people rent homes for that much, but it's not Delaware. And there's some good analysis on that we'll talk about and there's been some interviews and some other things on the, on, you know, on the government political socialist side is, we battle every day against a young movement towards more like communism, and people at the top, old people actually having control of Gen Z, which is just weird. That anyone would want to listen to Boomer hacks who were at Woodstock, who have failed at any new policy they've wanted to enact in their entire careers, are now they're now envied and admired by people 18 to 30 years old, Nancy Pelosi being one of them. It's just, it never makes sense to me. It's just a lack of education, and I think a, um, everyone gets a trophy generation, right? People that are rewarded for getting seventh place, ribbons on the wall, spelling a word wrong, that's okay if that's how you felt it should be spelled. And I, you know, we'll chat about some things that are, are going to happen and be tolerated because I think we've got a whole group of people, and it's every generation of liberal that just wants power and just wants to destroy Trump, and they'll tolerate, go along with, and even support anything uh, that that leads to that end. But first, I don't know if you saw this. Um, it's got some social media trend because it's horrifying. In Washington state, Auburn, Washington, a woman was almost pulled from a Starbucks drive through window. This is a barista, right? I mean, she is not... Just, I don't know her age. You only see her arms in the video, which they're protecting her identity. But someone pulled up, pretty large guy in a, uh, looks like a pickup truck, big tattoo on his arm, and um, grabs her by the wrist in one of the pictures I'm looking at and tries to pull her into the vehicle. And he had zip ties, someone claimed. So this was premeditated. No one's, there's, I can see cash on the ground. So this guy was, using the exchange of money. This is at like 5.06 a.m. Um, a couple days ago, January 16th. This poor gal, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, they, they just opened. I think they opened at 5. Um, same, you know, just about anywhere. So this is one of the first customers. I, I just, I don't know if she knew him because she, she didn't notice him. I mean, she's, I don't know if she said hi or knows of him, but I feel like this is premeditated. and It is disturbing. And um, I'm, I've never thought some, such a thing could be possible, but now, now I realize it. Yeah, I mean, this guy's big. This guy is big, and um, and she is not. And there's no way she's thinking this is any kind of risk. I've never heard about this happening to anyone else. And you know, I don't know how far along he got. Um, I don't. Th- I think she was able to pull away, but this dude was captured later, the, the community, you know, the video got out there, and he was pretty identifiable. I don't know if the video, I'm sure it did capture the license plate. The police released some information about how they found this guy. It was a tattoo on his left arm. is it's, it's very obvious. I mean, it is a unique and rather, I mean, I will not want to say unique because I'm sorry, by the way, tattoos aren't unique anymore. They're not. I don't have anything against them, but it seems like everybody has one. And if you're going to have one, don't have one that looks like your kid drew it, especially if it's on your you know, forearm. It's, like, it's on the outside of his forearm, and I'm sure it says something incredibly insightful and life-changing, and if I knew what it said, I'd really have to pause to ponder my existence because of the ink this individual stained into their arm. So moving. Not sure if he's gone so far as to have it in Mandarin, which is makes it always even more intelligent. But it's some kind of scribble cursive design. But it stands out. Caucasian male, pretty big arm though. This guy, this guy you know, he either works with his hands, works out, not small. And I don't think he gets both wrists. Had he gotten both wrists... I'm gonna tell you right now that she's she's in the truck. He's not gonna care for her getting injured in the process. If she weighs 115, 120 pounds, I I, now that I'm thinking about it, it it wouldn't be difficult for someone strong. Plant your foot on the door, yank. She's she's in your truck, and there's nothing she can do. She's not like she's prepared. She's not armed. The shock of it, I imagine, would be so overwhelming and awful for anyone, and I see a lot of comments. This always happens when these physical kinds of altercations occur between men and women. And this guy looks like he's in, I'll just say he's in his 30s, maybe 40. Strong dude. I don't know a woman on the planet that this guy couldn't pummel in 10 seconds. I'm telling you, Ronda Rousey, top MMA fighter. If you ever meet them, they're short. They're never as big as you think they are. And on my worst lifting day, I can bench twice what they bench. I can squat twice what they squat. And women have to understand this. It doesn't matter what class you take. Doesn't matter how much CrossFit you do. A healthy, middle-aged or younger male with a normal level of testosterone, so likely a Republican, is going to have their way with you physically if you put yourself in a situation. Now, this poor thing is safe. By any measure, I would have applied before this. I mean, the window's not that big. the person's away from you and, and I mean, he was ready to roll. he was ready for the next step. This was premeditated, but you see all the comments and the reaction on social media. oh my God, you know talk about how he couldn't there's no way he would have been able to do it. I mean, I'm telling you this guy he you know if you give him ten tries, he's doing it at least four times, maybe more and you know, there is, there is nothing like a psychopath jacked on testosterone or God knows what else in, in a moderately strong male body. As a guy, if I'm not angry, I don't care how small someone is, how I don't want to fight an an angry dude. It's a disadvantage, adrenaline and testosterone. There's a reason that testosterone supplementation, even modern, you know, um, uh, monitored by a physician is not legal for athletes it's a it's an unfair advantage and this is why transgender athletes especially those who have gone through male puberty right the big testosterone boost when teenagers start putting on muscle getting stronger developing physically teenage males that's the testosterone production right they, they're all powerful they're, they, they they're invincible because physically they almost are And so when you have a woman swimming against other women, real women and trans women who's been through that cycle, I don't care what estrogen that person starts taking. There's a huge advantage. They've had the testosterone rush in their life and uh, it's no joke. And so, you know, everybody needs to be got, I mean, you just got to be on head on a swivel almost no matter where you are. I mean, break-ins are up. People are kicking doors in. Um, the, the brazen nature of these crimes, daylight, late at night. I mean, I don't know how somebody elderly lives alone in this world right now. And you got to have some kind of way of decisively defending yourself because if the wrong person gets a hold of you, it's over. You're unconscious fast. I don't care, male or female, if you're not, if you're not, you don't see it coming, that might not be the worst of it. But this is, this is one of the most brazen things I've ever seen. I'm, I'm going to guess that he's some kind of stalker. That he went, he went there at opening time knowing that she's the regular at the drive through You know, had it been somebody else. Or, you know, he buys the coffee and drives on and, and, and maybe tries another day. But no pun intended, he saw his window of opportunity and he almost pulled her into the truck. Um, look it up New York Post has the video a lot of outlets do Washington Post has it but they're so broke and hurting for money you gotta subscribe to see it um, but it's always interesting reading the comments because um, you know the, the, the women have to be aware of what a man like this can do to them physically and I don't care how strong you are as a female this this guy is this guy is a brute Brute strength—you can't, you can't replicate that in the gym. Most guys, really guys can't. It's a different kind of strength, and it's dangerous. And this poor guy—she's okay. She got away. The community is really supporting her, um, and they found the guy. And I—you're gonna—I I hope this doesn't get buried. I'm gonna keep an eye on this. I, I really do want to know. I mean, I'm dying to know the backstory here. Um, it's gonna be even scarier if it's purely random. To me, that just—I don't know. Maybe it shouldn't be. It, it's just so scary. You know, we're talking about between a nine and ten on a scale of one to ten. But um, you know, prayers that she's okay—that's really—that's really good. But you know, I think she's she's gonna she's gonna be traumatized for all. I would be going through an attempted kidnapping of that nature is has got to make you feel more vulnerable moving forward. Anybody um, on another. I think more horrifying just because it affects us all. I don't know. Maybe it's just as horrifying is, you know, I, I saw this um, this story about a flight losing an engine. Now, when I hear losing an engine, I mean the engine went out. But no, um, it, yeah, it, it failed. And um, and I was worried. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, is it a Russian-made airplane? Because a pilot once told me never flying anything made in Russia, don't fly a Russian-owned airline. I click on it, and it's Qantas, one of the world's most renowned, most respected airline brands. And this is a Boeing 737-838. Now, does that first eight sound familiar? That's, that's the MAX, right? That is the 737 MAX jet that had that defect That led to two uh, crashes totaling in a full, all passengers, staff, pilots dying. Two planes crashed before they realized this new regulator feature on the 737 MAX was kicking in at at a certain time. A few factors had to line up. It was both instances were during takeoff. And somehow when they tested this plane, this new regulator didn't, didn't react this way. And what they found is they put this, there's this little piece, this little uh, sensor towards the front of the aircraft that wasn't very sturdy. So when these crashes happened, they found, I'm remembering this from a documentary, and I did look it up a little bit before the show, this regulator, this little, it's almost like an antenna sticking out, it is very easy to get knocked off or damaged. So when it can't do its job, this feature would kick in and, and keep the pilots from maintaining or gaining altitude. It kept correcting down. It was like a stall blocker. It was like keeping a plane from stalling. And it, although the plane was at a steady incline, this without the proper sensor working, this feature would take over and force the nose down. And uh, it, when they did the investigations, there was nothing these pilots could do. The scary thing now, wait, the second crash, the sad part is after the first they found this they installed some or they they updated the procedure of the plane they said here's what to do and there was some there was a switch they could use to deactivate that feature and in the second crash i believe it was ethiopia the poor young pilot you hear on the radio it was it was somewhere in africa this young pilot did it right and this is a quote from the investigator and an expert pilot in the documentary he did it right as soon as it started happening he knew from the update the training that this feature was kicking in and taking over and he deactivated it and it didn't work. So it was mass chaos and quite a cover-up for Boeing. So, you know, the 737 MAX was grounded for a while, but from what I gathered on this documentary, it came back too soon. And in December of last year, December 20th, 2022, Congress granted Boeing a regulatory reprieve by including language in the omnibus spending bill that waives a deadline that was coming for upgrades to the aircraft, the 737 MAX jet. So Boeing had a deadline coming up. This deadline was to ensure that Boeing made specific upgrades to the 737 MAX. Now these aren't seat upgrades. These aren't restroom upgrades, folks. All right. They're not about comfort or aesthetics. These are mechanical upgrades, Des- serious design, mechanical upgrades, whether it was just replacing that intent outside with some other more durable way to read altitude and climb, pitch, all those things, or it was just getting rid of it. Who knows? I, I don't see in here, but you know this was the Lion Air flight and Ethiopian flight, 302, Lion's Air, 610 346 people um died in both of those crashes 346 this was you know uh, this was the biggest disaster we've had in in the airline industry and air travel in our lifetimes for most of us two of those planes i mean this was the same plane same flaw and um now it's un- incredible um now you know, they have these system updates. They have these things that are required. And lawmakers granted Boeing a regulatory reprieve that essentially waives the deadline. Basically, I'm sure they're saying, you still need to do it. There's just no timeline. Okay. And the orders of these jets skyrocketed in 2022, right? The 737 MAX is not just your Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, plane, right? You've got two main domestic aircraft that have taken over. You've got the Boeing 737 with all their different designs, right? This is the 8 Max that we see now coming off the line. If you fly Southwest, which has to have been a bummer recently, they're the newer, they got the sort of ambient lighting, almost a Virgin Atlantic Airways feel. But American, I believe, uses them. And there's they're out there. And of course, Airbus makes the competitor. Those are nice planes too and Airbus did really well after these terrible Boeing crashes they got some big orders people switched because they're very comparable competitors but the 737 max and Boeing is so powerful and clearly their lobbyists are so powerful they no longer have a deadline as of December 20th so fast forward less than a damn month and i don't know if it's related but is this a coincidence that an air you know an, a new Aircraft engine essentially just blows up. It blows out. Done. And the pilots, you know, as they should, were able to land on one engine. But one passenger reported hearing a bang midair before the plane landed. Um and they thanked the captain for his professionalism. I mean, Qantas is a highly desirable airline uh for pilots. You, you know you you got and you got a lot of ex- you got these experienced pilots the ones that are at the top of the resume piles typically are ex military lots of experience not these these kids right out of civil air school they they got to go a different route as they should they're flying the 30 minute 45 minute routes the tiny united planes that you're climbing on in a ladder that's where they're starting um these guys come in they go through training i mean they're they're flying 737s almost immediately because they flew giant aircraft for the Navy Air Force. They've, you know, landed on aircraft carriers. They're highly trainable. And you, and i I'll admit it, I like seeing some gray hair on my pilots. I don't care who he or she is, where they're from. I'd like, I don't need to know. I like seeing a little bit of gray hair, right? Just like Sully, who was able to land that damn thing on a cold river, right? I mean, under a polygraph, I don't know if his co-pilot would admit that he could do that. If he'd been in the left seat, so we've got 737s blowing engines midair. We got one now. Is the next one coming? And is it going to happen when when somebody is flying overseas? Because you know they're using these. That's another thing. In the industry is getting smaller with their international travel. Uh, you know they're not making 747 style airplanes now. They, they make these 767s, these Dreamliners. They're 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 small. Their business class is one compartment or one one cabin area. There's no there's no second level because when they came out with these giant liners about ten years ago they couldn't sell the seats, you know, and COVID even obviously made that worse because international travel all but shut down, and then you got Asia that barely started opening up last year, so this is a problem because these smaller two engine planes are being converted and retrofitted for longer flights, ten hour eleven hour flights. Now this Qantas flight I doubt was a Sydney. You know, Seattle or Sydney, Los Angeles leg. I don't think you have the gas on a 737. You probably do. You probably can make it happen, but it, it, it's it's concerning. It's concerning no matter where you are. If you're 30,000 feet in the air and and a plane loses an engine, that's not something that is always isolated, right? It's an algorithm of things that are going to start happening, and your life is immediately in the hands of a person, one person, really two. And Congress was supposed to look out for us. And they waived this in that giant spending bill. And that's the problem with these omnibus bills. We, we really, we'll never know what's in there. And it's law. As soon as Biden signed it, all of this is law. Boeing's off the hook. And and this isn't just Democrats. You know, who fought this? I want to know. I mean, I'll, I'll feel better if Republicans battled this. They, they're the minority in December twenty. You know, they, they, Congress had not sworn in. Republicans didn't take over the House until a couple weeks ago. So Democrats are most responsible or more responsible. But I'd like to know if some of the folks that I respect, if they fought this and at least are on the record. Um, I'm worried they're not. Because if they were, we'd be hearing from that right now. I mean, they're, they're in politics. If you're right about something like this and you're on the record, it is your right to let the people know, hey, we, we air quotes, passed this, but I, I spoke against it on the floor and I'm on the record urging the speaker to entertain an amendment. This, this should have been somebody, I don't care who it is, Democrat, Independent, or Republican should be on the record amending this bill to remove <laughs> this uh, this extension or this reprieve. It, it, it was, It's not like they pushed it out two months or six months. There's no deadline now. It was a looming deadline. It doesn't say in the article when it was. But looming tells me it's pretty close, right? Weird people who loom aren't doing it. From another building or another address, loom or linger tells me it's close. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. I can almost smell it. So Boeing, with their fat checks and their, their big profits, big big money last couple of years, man, huge, because of the rebound in demand in in air travel. Uh, we're paying for it, right? We're paying for it because that's what demand does. And price is going up when demand goes up. So they got money to invest in the future. They can borrow. Their financials are good. And so they're buying these planes left and right. And boy, Boeing, you know, they maybe couldn't survive a stop in in purchasing and stop in orders of their biggest seller. I mean, this is this is it. I mean, at least on the domestic side. Who knows? God knows what this new military industrial complex is giving them, you know, on the... On the defense side, but scary stuff. Um, going back to a story, <laughs> it's like this uh, document thing, you know, it, it seems with Biden, it seems to have a, a longer shelf life. Um, well, not seems, it does. So we're, we, I talked a little bit about this Monday. Let's be real. There's one reason. This was a story. I'm using past tense and I'll tell you why. It's not a story anymore for CNN. But this was a story CNN stayed on top of for a pretty good amount of time. In the last couple weeks, almost a month now, this has been discussed. Now the investigation, early investigations show these documents were everywhere. The Delaware residence, which is basically a, you know, cottage house, no security 24/7. There's only security there when the when, you know, Biden or his family's there. I mean, I'm sure they have maybe a person, but nothing like it is when Biden's there. So you got these documents in the garage, basically, that anybody could get their hands on. It really easy. Not it's not locked in the middle of a resort estate like Mar-a-Lago in a basement room with a giant deadbolt and padlock. Right. This is this is in our house. Right. Just like Hillary's personal servers, which people joke about, which. I mean, can you imagine if the wrong people got a hold of that? What information they'd have have access to? So this comes out now. We find out that Biden's son, good old Hunter, was paying Joe fifty thousand dollars a month for this residence. Now, so it's his home of record, right? Hunter's th- this this scumbag, dr- you know, drug pusher, addict, you know, prostitute-laden turd was doing God knows what at this house when his folks weren't there. I mean, just imagine a child. This guy's a man child, right? He's nothing. This is not a bright guy. It, you know, maybe he's bright. He has probably had a lot of potential. But this is not a guy that would be an interesting conversation at all. This is one of those douchey dudes. That as soon as they come to the party, you're like, what part of the room is he? Because I want to be elsewhere because he thinks he's funny. He thinks he's smart. And that couldn't be further from the truth. And so hearing him speak makes my eyeballs want to explode. That's my impression of Hunter Biden. He's like, hey, yo, party guy. Like the old you know, Mr. Saturday Night Live, right? Just a just a cheese ball. And um, but it's decent looking, rich, and powerful. So people are going to kiss your ass, right? Not people like us, but, you know, quote, people. And so here he is. This is. just It just gets shadier. And what's happening now is, thank God, the Republicans squeaked out the win in the House because they're on this like white on rice. And at first I was thinking, okay, in and of itself, classified documents at the House, it's a repeat of the Trump issue. I felt like you get it some air for a few days, you hammer him, and it's basically a push. Right. It's a draw in the chess game. Trump, Biden, it's like, because it, it, the issue never, I mean, when it was Trump and, and you found out it was locked and you found that the FBI knew about them, they knew, they didn't know exactly what he had, but they'd been through him. Trump knew they were there looking at the FBI said, hey, add a different lock. They complied. I was like, this just seems desperate. You know, probably need to be more aware of the, you know, again, with all the things Trump had coming at him, the, you know, and a lot of the made up stuff. There should have been somebody that sits back and says, Okay, where else are we vulnerable for a salacious, you know, BS attack from the press and from the Democrats and maybe someone would have said, Well, we got all these archives here. They're probably not supposed to be here technically. And it's like, Okay, let's call the National Archives and say, Hey, do you want them back? You want these back? You know, we we we, 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 we don't wanna secure we don't wanna pay for the, you know, or deal with the security requirements to have them here, digital logs, whatever they want, and give them back. You can probably get them later for the presidential museum, which Trump will have, like every president has. So dumb oversight, but they may, of course, they're trying to impeach him after he's no longer president, which is amazing. It's just the idea that they're trying to get him in jail. They desperately want to imprison him. Um, and so, you know, this, this now with Biden coming out, I, I, it seems like it's worse. Right. It seems like it's even because it's just less secure, less accountability in multiple locations. And now, you know, as they're scratching at it, it's like, OK, even me, I'm like, this is this deserves more time because good old Hunter's involved. And for me now, strategically. If this gets Hunter Biden sworn in. Right. I mean, the son of the acting president, of the United States, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Even if he comes in and pleads the fifth, I'm all about it because the Republicans are going to do it. Now, I hope they don't do it without having some smoking guns. The laptop, verifiable evidence from that, more things they're finding in these documents. You know, you start, you know, I don't care how they get him on the stand. There's no rules. If he testifies, there's no rule limiting what the Republicans ask him in an oversight committee hearing. So have at it now. I'm in. Right, um, you got the, the Biden laptop was probably never going to. And I'm not saying it's going to see the light of day. I'm not saying there is going to be hearing hours committed to the laptop where Hunter has to answer questions. I mean that's that'd be fantastic. And to borrow the uh, honorable words from all of our Democrat liberal colleagues, this is in you know in the name of protecting our democracy. Well, kids, that has to go both ways. Now, we know, as I've always said, we're talking about the most inconsistent hypocrites of our time, the liberal Democrat. They never want accountability if it makes them uncomfortable. They only want accountability, honor democracy when it's an offensive move for them, when it's at a Republican. As soon as this light shifted to their most beloved grandpa, they freaked out and said, Republicans are hypocrites for caring about this. I know it's incredible that they could actually speak that, put that in print with a straight face, but we don't be surprised anymore. They have no honor. They don't care. Trump ruined them. They always sucked. They were always annoying. They are always like, if you think about it, you ask them questions, they never handle them well. But with Trump, he just broke them. It's a, it's a video game that takes all your quarters and never plays. That's the modern liberal Democrat. You, you, if you keep investing... Ideas, questions, th- th- just ration, reason, right quarter by quarter. You're never seeing them back. Those are gone. Those quarters are gone, and the game will never start. I'm assuming most of you who download this and listen understand the comparison. But if you were born after 2000, you've not probably seen, you know, the standalone awesome video games of the 80s and 90s where you you know quarter and you see them now you got to have a card right you go get points at place like main event i'm sure you know chuck e cheese and you know they're probably the games cost a dollar 50 some of these you know it's a spaceship ride for six seconds and you're out three bucks or five i gotta get in that business back in our day it was a quarter and it was a big deal if it cost 50 cents it's like oh man We've got to really plan this night out. You gotta be careful with that one. Um, that's what they are. They're a broken video game. You're not getting it back. You're not getting it back. All deposit, no return with Democrats. So they're never gonna come out and say, Yeah, we should do this because we are on record saying this is a problem. I'm sure there are some honest people out there that that are that, that agree to this. I'm just saying if they're on it on a show printing part of the media in any whatsoever, or part of the political machine that is the democratic party. They're never going to, they're never going to have that moment. They don't want it. They can't risk Trump not being the focus of everything. Cause that's really, that's the foundation of any of their campaigns is I disagree with Trump. No one comes out and say, well, on what issue? They're like, Oh, he hates Trump. I'm in, I'm a mouth breathing Democrat. Where do I, where do I go? Where do I vote for this, this genius? And all of a sudden you got someone like AOC in office like, whoa, well, she hates Trump. Oh, good. What'd she do before this? Well, she went to college and she's she's a bartender. Nice work. Well done. Thanks for that. Now we got to hear that screech every so often. Thank God they finally, you know, behind closed doors, they've admitted she's a dunce. They know it, right? I mean, just, just how she does. I don't even have to hear her voice. Just watching her talk on mute She becomes one of the most unattractive human beings in the history of Washington, D.C. I think she's somewhat pretty. I mean, she's not a bad-looking lady. But my gosh, what happens to her face when she speaks? It's weird. Her eyes go different directions. It's just this level of hatred. And it's typically, when you watch her talk, if you ever see her talk to a Republican male on the House floor, I mean, it's weird. She goes, Wicked Witch of the West, It's strange. She is so emotionally damaged by that type of person. And that's what Trump was to her, the ultimate powerful Republican white male. And AOC is an example of you walk into any bar in certain metropolitan cities or restaurant, and you talk to women. And if you're a white male and they find out you lean to the right, they're chemically unable to be around you. They're psychologically damaged by Donald Trump. And you are him in that moment. The moment you say, I'm a Republican or I, you know, I tend to be conservative. You can water it down all you want. Hoping to get her number or or her Snapchat as they do these days or whatever. It's over, dude. It's done. They're AOC'd. The chemicals in their body go into this defense mode because you're evil. You're probably a rapist. You're a chauvinist. um, You're an incel. All that stuff. So, you know... Democrats put that person freaking out inside just because of what you believe politically. They're electing those people now. Those people are voting on legislation, voting bills into law, writing legislation. Until then, even the serious Democrats like Chuck Schumer and Nancy go, oh, she's an idiot. Okay, like what happened to Kamala so quickly? Isn't she fab? Isn't she, you know, oh my gosh, so fabulous, so strong. Microphone comes along and they're like, she's a moron. Oh my gosh. Her voice sounds like shit. Take it away, please. It's even bothering us as we're all just laughing. Like, no. Then it becomes us. We're like, you know, actually put the microphone in front of her. Run her for president. They're getting smarter. They're not going to do it. And of course, we know why this was even a story with the documents is they want Biden out. Now, they're not going to destroy him because they're going to hurt the party. And remember, the media is very loyal. They're, they're loyal Democrats. Absolutely loyal Democrats, and they're Democrats first, especially in the post-Trump era. And you know this is um, this is going to last a little while. But right now, today, CNN has no story about the document issue with Biden. Nothing about Hunter. They're not going to. CNN's not going to mention Hunter Biden in print. They'll they'll squeak it in on their shows because no one watches it. They know their ratings are crap. They know the only reason they have decent ratings is they're up in the corner at airports and at annoying restaurants and doctor's offices. That's their ratings, right? I mean, there's not many people tune in and go, let's watch a show on CNN. I wonder what Anderson Cooper thinks. No, there's really not that many and not a lot who want to admit it, but, um, in print on their website you're not going to see any of it they're not talking about them and um this is you know i'm I'm looking at it right i'm just waiting for an update i mean you know live updates ukraine so they they're going to keep the ukraine story it's it's a sad story but like they they know they can keep that out in front they got desantis proposing a permanent ban on some covid mitigation requirements in florida good go ron ron knows what's up right i think ron's the future um and so but there's nothing I can find a polar bear story some poor woman was killed um oh my god a woman and a boy this thing chased residents in an Alaska town so polar bear goes aggro I didn't even want to read it but that they're leading I mean they got that it's a horrible story um but there's nothing you know they're talking about Mayorkas impeachment by the GOP which is awesome Um, he needs to be on record. And uh, we have the border issues. I mean, it is total total negligence of what someone's job is as far as securing the country to allow our border to get where it is right now, our southern border, because of pure politics. Now, of course, it would be great if under oath, he says, I was being told by my boss, or really my boss's people, that I was to do that. I had no power. I was overruled. Um, well, you know, that ain't going to happen. I believe that's what the facts are. I I really don't think a man who works in homeland security issues every day, getting updates on the border, would want to just totally ignore it. But I don't think he had an audience. If he did bring it to Biden, then there's no way they were listening. But CNN's not talking about the documents. They're not talking about what... They're not going to give you any updates now. Not daily, where, where it really should be. I mean... You've got um, you've got um, the House Oversight Committee members coming after Hunter Biden now. I mean, they're they're digging in full. Hannity's covering it. Um, you know, they got these money transfers from Hunter to Joe, and it's all under the House payment rent. And this is the house where the documents were, or most of them. It, it this is now you're in full shady sleazy, um, almost laundresque financial transactions, right? And um, you know now that it's funny. Guess what? They're looking at tax records, right? And I have a note here just to ask, I, guys. I didn't they get a bunch of tax returns from Trump a few weeks ago? I mean, wasn't this it, right? Wasn't this the the hilarious joke? On the Colbert show, if you remember, years ago, every time something came out, they were like, oh, we got Trump, we finally got him. Colbert, who's a decent comedian when he needs to be, he can be really funny, was finally funny enough to make fun of the media and the Democrats on this whole we got him thing. It's a great gif. You can get it on, you type in we got him, and it's Colbert. He had this button, he'd slam it, and they dropped the banners down. We got him. It was referring to Trump, and they had these dancers come out, and it was great tongue-in-cheek because it was like, oh, we finally got him and they just kept doing it and i thought it was genius and um, now it was taxes we got him we got him. Oh, they finally you know they finally got you know cuz trump fought it trump didn't want anybody to access his tax returns so it must be horrible it must be the worst tax returns it shows him, it shows a, that they filed a loss after beating an old lady and taking her money and killing children and uh you know claiming insurance i mean this was gonna this was gonna be it it was gonna show him to be the devil himself and we haven't heard jack about it since the scumbags have had access to it i mean if there was now they talked about this income and we reported a loss this year but then like the, this happened years ago when rachel maddow waved, this is when she went from you know dumb to full stupid she hadn't read him yet, and she had, her, she had her, we got him, mom, we got him. Tax returns, 05, 06, it was like that time frame, and it was like, he made this, he paid this. Womp womp. Believe me, Trump didn't have stupid accountants. Trump's not the first billionaire to get attacked by the IRS. He's the first to get attacked probably by a political party, but whatever, they're all the same. They're all digging to screw people over. right. And, you know, I'm not talking about corporate ripoff cronyism, capitalism like that. Right. Yeah. If dudes are gaming it, you got people making billions of dollars and they are committing scams to avoid taxes. That's crap. We have to pay. So do they. Do I think they should be on some raising scale where at some point, at any point, they should be paying 60, 70 percent of a dollar their company or they make? Absolutely not. That's ridiculous because i want them investing money not giving it to joe biden and those idiots so there's a there's a balance there yeah accountability great but fleecing somebody because they had a great year or they built something that actually creates jobs because poor people don't and really the government doesn't either no i'm not into it i'm not into punishing prosperity right that's something i learned from rush and that's what these people want to do now when they're when they prosper It's on the backs of taxpayers, right? It's not because they thought of something unique, that they actually created something, that they actually worked hard. Joe Biden's never worked hard a day in his life. Donald Trump has. Was he wealthy? Sure. That doesn't preclude you from running for president. Hi, George Bush. Bill Clinton was raised pretty solid, right? So, you know, being wealthy and coming from a successful family is actually an advantage in many cases. But Joe Biden's never, ever had a real job. Unless you ask him about being a lifeguard where he fought corn pop. It's all crap. Hunter Biden? I mean, what a silver spoon turd. And he had access to it all. Keys to the big car. But unfortunately, when he took the car, the power out for a ride, he had hookers and blow. And God knows what else. Imagine what we don't know about Hunter Biden. I mean, good grief. How does... I mean... Joe knows he's protected but when he thinks about it he's got to be worried about the whole truth of Hunter coming out. I mean, boy they keep Hunter around, man. They don't want him going on a bender and recording some confession or some tirade where he talks about Biden's daughter and showers and things that came up in a diary. I mean, God knows what these people. But they're going to keep running, they're going to keep doing their thing and you know, you get into these financial transactions, they're, gonna, they're getting worried now. They, they can't control things now because the House is run by Republicans. That oversight committee has tremendous power. We've seen the power of the House of Representatives in these committees in the last few years because they didn't need much to do an investigation and recommend impeachment of Donald Trump, the President of the United States. They just needed a, a fake dossier. And a little play along with a few FBI top agents, top leaders, administrators. Holy, I mean, so now they're digging and now I'm on board. I wasn't sure. I, are we going to go deep into this document thing? That being the only issue, I was like, it needs to be reported. Goes to Garland, the, the attorney general, and we know what's going to happen. Garland's not going to come back and try to put something together to go after a former president when the current president is being investigated and has, you know, blood on, on the documents, you have this evidence. It's like, okay, he's a Democrat. Garland's going to do his bidding. He's going to do his job. And I'd say a Republican would be in the same situation, do the same. You're going to quote unquote, have a special counsel. They're going to come back with recommended changes. The document's going to go back to the archives or go somewhere else And the media will mention it once. And that's it. But now we're into money, right? We're into financial cover up. Laundering, um, you know, fake or not fake, but just um, nefarious exchanges of large amounts of cash transfers. Remember, these are the people that represent, right? They the, represent the working man, the working class, the regular guy, Joe Biden. Regular guys aren't wiring money to and from their sons in five thousand dollar transactions on a daily basis, Joe. That's not regular dude behavior, okay the regular guys you claim to represent don't have $5,000 in their checking account at any given point in their lives. right? They're working for a pension. They're worried about their jobs. And too many of them are sold a line of BS from their union leadership to vote for hypocrite scumbags like you. So I want to see him squirm. I do want him to feel destroyed at the end of this term. I do want Joe Biden to have a completely ruined political legacy. I do. I think he deserves nothing more because he had the arrogance at a point in his life where he's the least effective, right? A beyond retired boomer who has clear cognitive issues, has the nerve to feel like he can run for this office, throw stones living in a tremendously large glass house, and now he's got the nerve to say he's going to run again? nah. Now you get your hand chopped off, buddy. You're reaching for it again. The House Committee, Oversight Committee needs to destroy him and his family politically. I'm not looking for anybody to get hurt unless they committed a crime, and there's evidence. No one needs to go to jail. But this should look really bad once it all comes out in the wash, and I hope it has a chance to do that. I don't know for the life of me why Republicans would back off. We're not in an election year, so there's no chance of this looking bad politically. You know, People get fatigued of these kinds of stories. And if there were polls showing Republicans fatiguing of this, then the House committee might back off a little bit. Say, okay, the, people want to move forward. We should too. I hope they'd listen. Well, that's not going to happen. These polls, they really don't matter this year. Any Any fatigue people have with this issue is not going to be an issue in a year. Right 2023 is a great time on the calendar, the political and election calendar to do this. And I hope they stick with it because um, they have full power to subpoena people, to subpoena evidence, and they can share whatever they absolutely want, which is fantastic. Um, I'm gonna cut the show here today. Uh, got some notes on what to cover next time, looking to get one more show in this week. Thanks for everybody's feedback. Thank you for listening and hanging and putting up with my schedule delays. I'm, I'm going to find some nice regularity to this because of the support from people like you I'm hearing from. And I can't tell you again how much I appreciate this. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of the week and we will talk to you soon.